0: All right. It's us. This is us. That's a TV show, but that's not who we are. We are the Encounters podcast panel extraordinaire.
1: This Woo. is us. Oh, 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 that's this is me.
0: OK. Is. <laughs> anyway. Hi, I'm Steve Durr. I'm here with
1: Lolo,
2: Laura Bullgreen,
0: Jeff Steele, Steve Thompson. And uh, we're sitting around on some fake leather couches here in the Watermark Hub. And uh, we're looking through this past week's uh, passage that we've dug into, Luke 17, the leper, the guy with the skin disease. And it makes me want to itch uh, my skin right now, just even thinking about it. You know what they say,
1: a leper can't change his spots.
0: Wow.
2: Mm, nope. Is wow. that a good pastor is that
0: joke? A, is that a, isn't it a... Leopard. 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 Okay. Different thing. I'm like, I don't, I've never heard that before, Tom. That was a really bad joke. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so just to remind you of the story, uh, could you just edit that out, Jeff, maybe nope. later? No. Nope. <laughs> Not happening. Okay, let's just keep moving. Well, Luke 17, um, let's just uh, get moving. Here's Jesus. He's on his way to Jerusalem, and he passes through the border region between Samaria and Galilee. And he enters a village, and 10 guys approach him, and uh, they keep their distance. They're lepers, and they shout, mighty Lord, wonderful master, have mercy on us, heal us. And he stops. He looks at them, and he says, go be examined by the Jewish priests. And they set off, and along the way, they're healed, and one of them um, returns. And uh, when he recognizes he's completely healed, he finds Jesus, shouts joyous praises uh, to God, thanks Jesus, and that one who returns, we find out, is a Samaritan and uh, and says, you know, you are the Messiah. And uh, Jesus says, so where are the other nine? Uh, Weren't there 10 who were healed? Uh, They all refused to return to give thanks and give glory to God except you, a foreigner from Samaria. And then Jesus said to the healed man lying at his feet, arise and go. It was your faith that brought you salvation and made you whole. And that's from Luke 17, starting in verse um, 11. So uh, you've got this one out of 10 uh, who returns to uh, be grateful, to say thank you to Jesus, to praise God, In that way, and Jesus seems to recognize that though um, all ten were equally healed, um, one seemed to uh, only return to give thanks, and Jesus seems to notice that. And so the question is, why did only one return? And we've kind of had a little discussion on imagine what why the other nine did not return what was going on in the minds and the hearts and the bodies in the experiences of the other nine uh, of why they did not return. Why do we at times not uh, express gratitude? And let's kind of just dig into the story and kind of imagine and reflect on what could be some maybe biblical reasons, knowing the context of... uh, Those folks, but also just kind of speculate what could be going on in their bodies, in their lives, in their context that maybe caused them to not go back to Jesus. And maybe we can learn something from that. So kick it off. Anyone, anyone speculate why the nine did not come back. Lolo, kick us off.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So I remember a couple of years ago hearing somebody talking just about basically what it would mean to have leprosy and that being a skin disease that affects your ability to feel or to experience physical sensation. And this person was just kind of, um, wondering out loud if a part of the reason that maybe some of those that the other nine didn't return to Jesus is because, you know, on the one hand they were healed, which is incredible. And is exactly what they asked for. On the other hand, if you think that you've, if you think about the experience of living with this skin disease, that would essentially deaden your sensation of feeling that would numb you out. Um, now all of a sudden you're healed, which means that you have the ability to feel, um, really amazing sensations. You can feel the wind on your face again. You can feel, um, the touch of a loved one again. You can feel any of these things, but it also means that you are now exposed once again to pain, um, you will feel that toe that you stubbed that you could have just moved on with your life with before. You will feel that burn on your hand um, that you may, maybe wouldn't have even registered. And so it has just made me think about this story differently and wondering if the lepers got more than what they were bargaining for mm. in the answer to their prayer and, and, and praying for healing and begging for healing. And is it possible that when they actually experienced it, that there was something in them that thought, Oh, this isn't exactly (laughs) what we were, what we had in mind. This isn't exactly what we were. We knew we were signing up for that could have potentially hindered their sense of gratitude. And to me, that translates to our lives when, you know, we, we want this rich, abundant life that's filled with good things. And, for me, at least, sometimes I forget that a whole and healed and, and abundant life comes with both highs and lows. It comes with experiencing um, deep joy and deep grief, and and you can't. We cannot deaden the hard emotions or numb ourselves to the pain of life without also deadening and harding ourselves to the the goodness and the um, beautiful, wonderful things of life. Um, and so you get you get both, or you get neither. And I think that was true for the lepers; they got both in their full healing, or they stayed lepers who couldn't feel anything. And I just, I in the in the fact of them not returning to give thanks to Jesus, it makes me wonder how often that is true for us too. That we get what we wanted, we get what we prayed for, we get what we asked for, and it comes with a cost that we hadn't weighed, and it gives us pause to wonder if we actually wanted what we've been asking for, if we actually um, do feel full gratitude for that.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, It makes me think, too, what if there was some broken relationship Mm -hmm. and now they're going to go home after being away from home and they're able to go home and they're returning to some broken relationship and difficulty that they have to now face.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're right. Sometimes healing makes you face difficult things that you didn't have to face before. That's really good. Anyone else? Jeff, uh, Steve, any thoughts on the nine? Yeah,
3: that is really good. First of all, Laura, that's just deep and profound, you know, going going all philosophical there on this. That was that's was really good. Um, I I wonder if they just didn't if it just didn't occur to them. You know what I mean? Like, if they just got so caught up in the moment of the thing that, oh my word, I'm healed, Um, I can do whatever I want now, and, like, the excitement of just going to take off and go see the people they want to see and do the things they haven't been able to do and, like, so much pent-up frustration and... um. Uh, at, at all the things that that they haven't been able to do for so long they just caught caught up in the moment and just went for it yeah you know what i mean like just like if they're supposed to go show themselves to the priest and they're on the way or healed do they even make it to the priest <laughs> you yeah. know like mm-hmm. like forget this i'm not i'm not gonna you know go like i've got i've got things i gotta live my life and um and so I wonder uh while we're just wondering and you know speculating which makes the best podcasts i think um i wonder if uh if they just not forgot but just got so caught up that they were you know just just on to on to all the things they wanted to do mm. just so excited yeah yeah like there's so much in front of you um you're not looking back anymore you know forget yeah. forget that
1: that's done we're moving on yeah no more rear view mirror that's where my mind went to and i tend to give people the benefit of the doubt naturally, but like kind of the opposite of what if there's broken relationship that they now had to face? What if there's just, they had been separated from relationship for so long that I can go give my wife a big long hug and pick up my kids and presumably they weren't to do that um, and, and probably had their own sense of ostracization. So like that would be my way of, maybe giving them the benefit of the doubt. But, I mean, that's clearly not the point uh, Jesus is trying to make with the thankfulness. But, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting with that leprosy disease in particular. It has its own challenges. It has its own way of dealing with it that's different than a lot of other diseases.
0: What is interesting, too, is um, Jesus tells them to go see the priest and in this, he points out that one of the ten is a foreigner and uh, is a Samaritan, the one who returns as a Samaritan. And it appears as if, I mean, it's not spelled out clearly. It, it seems as if, um, or often it, it, it appears to be that the remaining nine are, are Jewish, but it's, it doesn't spell that out. Um, So there may have been more Samaritans in that group. We're not sure. But you know for sure that there are uh, Jews uh, in that group, and then um, this one Samaritan for sure. So imagine if there are nine Jewish lepers and one Samaritan leper, um, and they're told to go see the Jewish priest, Um, And I'd imagine there is a lot of animosity between Jews and Samaritans. Um, Culturally, I don't believe it would have been appropriate for a Samaritan to go see the Jewish priest. Um, And so in some ways, I'm wondering if really the Samaritan's only option in some ways Mm -hmm. is to return to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, Except to go to maybe his priest in where he would worship, you know, uh, to the mountain where the Samaritans would worship um, and see the priest that he would go to uh, rather than the Jewish priest. Um, And uh, but what's interesting is these Jews and Samaritans would have been enemies, but yet they were living in community because they had this shared suffering experience and were brothers in suffering. And now that they're healed, would they still be brothers, mm-hmm. or now do they have this rift between them? Yeah. You know, and that's that's something I've kind of wondered about.
1: We could make a movie based just on that plot line.
0: Yeah, <laughs> would what would you awesome. call it? Yeah, that's yep. A le a leper, a doesn't change his spots. <laughs> that's exactly. was not going to go there. <laughs> that's exactly. Yeah, because that it. was a terrible <laughs> <laughs> joke. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so, but but all that to say, though, I think it's, um, you know, that, that whole idea of um, being grateful. I think the Samaritan had more to be grateful for, for in the sense of he was already outside of the religious system of uh, the other Jewish believers, and he was healed by... Um, this Jewish man, and was welcomed in by this Jewish man. um, And in some ways, he had more to be grateful for um, by being welcomed in by that. Um, And uh, And at least I'm speculating that. Yeah. That's a speculation.
1: I mean, Jesus had to point that out with other circumstances as well, uh, talking about people who have been forgiven much when, you know, the pharisees were getting their panties in a wad as my dad would say wow over your dad is crazy <laughs> he's got great sayings you should hear him uh and your
0: dad has a been a pastor for most of his life yeah
1: missionary uh yeah. and he but the a lady would come and fall at jesus feet and weep and wipe her hair wipe the tears off his feet with her own hair yeah you know highly offensive to these religious elites and uh and jesus simply said you know what if somebody's relieved of a great debt there's a lot of thankfulness going on, yeah. so I think that that's what your take on that reminded yeah. me of. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, I condition.
2: wonder too, with to that point of going to present themselves to the priest and knowing that wouldn't have been an accessible option to the foreigner. It makes me wonder, as I mean, as I I am can be somewhat of a rule follower. and and so like to the point where i just feel like i need to check all the boxes and make sure i did the thing right i wonder if there was something too in the other nine in their minds saying like well we were told to go and present ourselves to the priest so we have to do that and so we just have to just keep going this direction rather than veering to go back to this man and then that makes me wonder before jesus appeared on the scene I, I just wonder culturally, you know, these, these Jews had, they, there was such a um, comfort within the system of religion, the system of how we experience and interact with God that would have been satisfied by presenting themselves to the priest. And so is it possible that they f- completed the task, were healed, and then felt like we did it? You know, we, we did the thing we were meant to do to give thanks to God because we finished the system and and that is just making me think about the choice we have still today now how how we can sometimes be pulled between this system and and showing up in the right place and saying the right thing and doing the things that we think are required of us versus connecting going back to the person of Jesus connecting with the living god himself
3: yes i wonder i've wondered that same thing too if if there's if there's comfort to be taken in the Completing the task, and I own this now. Like, I own my healing because I brought it about because I went and did the thing that I I found out that I was supposed to do. Um, the other thing that I really wonder is, so 10, 10 people were healed. One was grateful. Um, but I wonder if everybody felt grateful. Like, if everybody was thankful, it was just one guy who said something about it. You know, and because then I I think about how many like thank you cards I haven't sent. <laughs> sure. Right. Well, it's because we didn't have a stamp. Well, yeah. I mean, gosh, I gotta put. I gotta I gotta find a stamp, is a thing. See, come on. Where Where are the stamps? Where are they? And uh, and then I have to get an envelope that's the, the card. Then you got lick the envelope. Who I wants could, to do that? I and I could like write a thing, and then it's got to go in the mail. Like, who does that?
0: That's a long. Seriously.
3: Walk. Who does that? Um, some amazing people do that. Some amazing people yeah. do that. And they, they can send things in the mail. Um, but I, I think about like, so it's one thing to feel grateful if your spouse or somebody does something for you to feel grateful and to, and to think to yourself, oh, man, that was really awesome. That really meant a lot to me. Well, that's cool. Did you say something about it? Like, did you say, hey, thanks. That really meant a lot to me. Or do they just have no idea? And, and how many times we think, like how many times does a thought occur to you in the day, man, this person really did something for me that, that I really appreciate, or I really, you know, I'm really grateful for. How many times do you think that and never say it? Yeah. And what good is that? You know, that's, so I wonder about the other nine. I wonder, did they feel grateful? Were they, uh, you know, did they recognize what had been done for them? And um, maybe they just didn't say it.
0: Yeah.
1: I hope thank you texts and thank you emails count.
0: Yeah. And Jeff, if you could tone down the conviction, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll do what I can. <laughs> that that's a great way to close us off today cuz we're at time. Jeff, that's a that's a powerful I think closure closing uh point for us all uh to follow that example of when we feel grateful to follow that um to follow that little trail and to Act on it, to say something, um, to get that stamp and lick that envelope (laughs) and make that walk out to the mailbox or to say something, whatever that looks like. With someone in our life, um, to tell God that, to tell that person in our life, to shoot that text, shoot that email, uh, even if it's that, um, but to say something, to act on it and uh, to be grateful. And uh, that's good. So thanks for speculating with us over some different reasons why. So I don't know for you what some of the barriers are to being grateful. Um, We've kind of thought through what it would have been like to be one of the nine. And uh, thanks for entering into that with us. And uh, let's kind of identify what it would take for us to be like the one, I guess, um, this week. And uh, to close this out, I'm going to ask Lolo, our designated prayer warrior ender, to, <laughs> sorry, she's laughing because she likes to see how I'm going to set her up to close this out. It sounded like now.
3: you were going to do it yourself there for a second. I know. I like. I to- think she got, you got <laughs> yes, her hopes up. She
0: thought you know. she was going to get out of it. And then he looked to the bullpen and brought in the closer. <laughs> All right, Lolo, take us away <laughs> okay. without laughing if you can. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Thanks.
2: Oh, my. Um. God, thank you for being a God who uh, both makes yourself known to us, but also gives us space for this kind of speculative discussion and conversation um, for the ability to enter into the mystery with you of getting to know you and getting to um, know what it means to be in relationship with you, to follow you and to live the way that you do. So um, I do pray that you would identify in each of our hearts the things that are barriers to us coming to you, um, the barriers to us feeling gratitude, whether it is getting more than what we bargained for, whether it is just simple forgetfulness and distraction as we move on with our lives, whether it is getting caught up in the system of religion rather and missing um, your living presence with us, uh, or whether it is just a kind of a peripheral thought that escapes us from actually doing something about it Um, whatever it is god i pray that you would reveal those things to us and help us to intentionally navigate around them and through them um, so that we find our way back to uh, true relationship true encounters and interaction with you we pray this in your name jesus amen